Welcome to the Plan Is podcast with me, Caroline Dunn. I'm a personal trainer, nutrition coach, yoga teacher, and a geek obsessed with learning how to live the biggest, fullest, most joyful life and helping you do the same. In this podcast, we'll cover fitness, nutrition, mindset yoga, and personal development because it's time to stop putting our health into boxes. It's time to care about the whole beautiful, messy you, mind, body, and spirit. The plan is to rise up, sweat, get stronger, be joyful, let it go, pause, laugh, try again, breathe, and do our best. I am so happy you're here. Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode. I don't know whether you noticed or not, but there was not a like full-length chat episode last week because you know what? Life got hard. <laughs> Life got really hard last week. Um, I came down with the most ferocious cold that I was like, okay, I'm feeling really poorly. I'll take some days off. I took two days off, which is unusual for me to do. Um, and I thought I'd been, you know, quite generous to myself, went back to work and was like, oh my days, (laughs) I still feel so bad. So last week was a week of being quite kind to myself and just resting, not forcing myself into moving or doing anything that I didn't need to do. Um, But I missed you and I'm really excited about what we're going to chat about this week. So today I thought we'd discover things about unconditional permission to eat. And the reason why I thought we could chat about this is it underpins a lot of our relationship with food, whether that is we don't give ourselves unconditional unconditional permission to eat and therefore foods get rules around them, they get restrictions around them and quite often that can look like start-stop cycles um, or smaller or larger versions of binge-restrict cycles. Um, And I really do think, believe and have felt for myself that true freedom in food came from when I started giving myself unconditional permission to eat or practicing it. It's not like a one-time thing. So let's dive in. And firstly, I want to say to you, whether you need the permission like externally from me or not, um, you have unconditional permission to eat you have unconditional permission to eat. And what that means is you never need to make up for anything that you've eaten. You never need to feel bad about it. You never need to eat less for the next meal or punish yourself with exercise. Because let's face it, making yourself feel deprived is pretty miserable. And from my practice, Um, both personally but also with my clients, my one-to-one clients, when we don't underpin our relationship with food with this unconditional permission to eat, then it leads to food cravings, binges, difficult emotions around food and just food taking up a lot of headspace. And let's just, before we go any further, kind of challenge one misconception that many people have around unconditional permission to eat. Many people sometimes see it as like an excuse and that if I give myself permission to eat anything, then I will live on nothing but cake and crisps and chocolate. 
um, and I will just use it as an excuse to eat whatever I want in whatever amount I want. But it's not really about that. It's not really a case of you will eat nothing but pizza and cake for the rest of your life if you practice this. But what I've discovered that unconditional permission to eat is, is it's about stopping drawing lines around what's allowed and what's not allowed. It's all allowed. How many of you are feeling relief at hearing that? Like it's all allowed. All food is allowed. And let's just like break down any caveats to that. So like whether you are hungry or not hungry, it's allowed. Whether you've moved or not, whether you've had a good day or a bad day, whether you've ticked off your list and been productive or not, whether you've succeeded or failed, whether you feel chaotic or in control, like all food is allowed at all times. And let's now dive into something else that I never used to see as an issue, but it's related to this. But it's this idea that food is fuel. And so I hear a lot of people when they sort of describe this relationship with food, this ideal relationship with food, they say, oh, I'd only eat when I'm hungry, food would be fuel to me. And again, I don't think that's in line with unconditional permission to eat. Because most of us, and when I say most of us, I mean 99.999% of us, food has more meaning than its bare nutritional value. Food for all of us, it has strong social, cultural, and emotional connections. And all of those are so hugely valid. So food is like far more than macros or nutrients. Food can bring us satisfaction and joy and wonder and connection. So how does unconditional permission to eat work? So when we stop putting these judgmental limits on food items or food groups, basically you knock that food off its pedestal. So if you say to yourself, I can't eat bread, um, it's too high in carb or... Um, once I start eating it, I can't stop it. If you take away those rules around bread, then instead of trying to resist it, trying to resist it, trying to resist it, and then eating the entire loaf, perhaps, substitute the bread, by the way, with like biscuits or cake or crisps or whatever else is, you know, maybe fits that bracket for you. If we instead say we can have that food whenever, It's going to be a normal part of our day. So rather than I don't need that bread, I'm not going to eat it today, we start having a piece of bread every single day. And therefore, the food stops becoming special. It stops becoming something to crave. We start to step a little bit further into freedom. So before I dive into um, some ways to practice this, the things that you can actually do on this. Let's just mention the big elephant in the room that is diet culture. And I don't want to dwell too long on it today, but just to reiterate where it fits into this puzzle of permission to eat, like diet culture messages, they still have a pretty big stronghold in our minds, don't I? Even if we feel like we've done a lot of work on them, even if we don't really 
pay attention to it that much, we still get messages through our TV and through our radio and through our adverts and social media and seeing what other people are eating all the time. These are the messages that like diet culture can send us, whether we're aware of them or not. And these rules of don't eat after 6pm or you really shouldn't be eating chocolate cake. These rules that we build up, they do serve a purpose. We are not trying to go to war any further with ourselves with this. Like When we set up these rules around food, it's often to give us a sense of security and control. Like not giving yourself permission to eat is not bad. It's a coping mechanism. And often it's a coping mechanism for painful emotions. So as you start to perhaps explore this idea of unconditional permission to eat, here is the reminder to give yourself the time and the space that you need. This is hard work for some of us. Sometimes it's harder work than we imagine. So remember, permission, practice and patience are key. With everything that I'm about to discuss, permission, practice and patience are absolutely key. Okay, so let's get down to some nitty gritty now. Like how can you practice unconditional permission to eat? So three ideas and then how that might look in your life. First one might be, a refusal to label foods as forbidden or good or bad. So basically any kind of judgy language around food, remove it. Remove the idea of good, bad, clean, unclean, healthy, unhealthy. It's just food. Food is food. Chocolate cake is food. Salad is food. Broccoli is food. Salmon is food. Bread is food, etc. It's all just food. Um, number two is... Unconditional permission to eat involves a willingness to eat when hungry, i.e. you're not trying to stave off hunger or earn what you're going to eat. Um, You're not saying, oh, I'll just wait till lunchtime, I'll just have this glass of water now, I'll just have this low-calorie, awful, dry, crispy thing, (laughs) unless, you know, you really like that food. But basically not using other things to stop you eating what you really want to do is eat a willingness to eat when hungry. And then finally, making food choices for both health and eating satisfaction. Stopping trying to um, like unpick and separate our food and our emotions and our food and our health. So it's not an either or scenario. We can eat for health and we can eat to feel satisfied. They can live together. Absolutely. Okay, so how might you start to do this in your day? Now, there's lots of different ways, perhaps, that you can already think of, of practicing permission to eat. Um, But if you're struggling, here you go. Here are some ideas. Um, First one, start with one food or one food group that you want to challenge. So you might say, right, um, ginger biscuits. This is something that I can clearly see that I try to resist and then I eat more than I'm comfortable with. Um, And you might start to say, right, um, ginger biscuits are neither good nor bad. I'm going to eat ginger biscuits every single day. I'm going to eat a ginger biscuit whether I want it or not. And that starts to normalize that food. Or quite often with a food group, people might pick carbs. Carbs have been demonized for too long. Uh, They have amazing outcomes for our health when we go down like the whole grain. And let's also not forget 
that our bodies run off mainly carbohydrates. Like we literally need them. Your brain needs carbohydrate. There's got a huge store of glycogen up there solely for the brain and that only comes from your carbohydrates. So that might be an example of something that you could choose to challenge. Um, Start to notice some of the things that you're saying to yourself around carbs or a particular food and unpick it, get rid of it, start to challenge it. Second idea might be to explore new recipes. So whether that is just slightly different versions or entirely new cuisines, you might start to add more variety in your ingredients and in your meals because you've either not allowed yourself that food in the past. Um, Start to explore that variety. Uh, Next one is to choose satisfying foods. And sometimes I've come across in some clients where they don't actually know what is satisfying. There's been built up so many layers around what they should and shouldn't eat that they actually don't know what they enjoy anymore. So explore that. Experiment which are satisfying. Um, I've had some clients, for example, who practice vegetarianism and that's kind of beside the point. What they, the behavior in itself doesn't matter. This is just an example. And when they unpicked the reasons for them being vegetarian, it wasn't about like ethical reasons or anything like that. It was literally rules so that they could or couldn't eat something. It was perhaps a reason to restrict. And therefore for them, practicing unconditional permission to eat was them deciding that they wanted to try a steak or they wanted to try a burger because they didn't actually know whether they enjoyed them or whether they were satisfied by them. So the vegetarianism was an excuse to beat themselves up to give themselves rules and restrictions. And so by exploring that, you can start to figure out for yourself what is satisfying. So ask yourself this question now, perhaps. What food sounds satisfying right now? And if you get an answer, great. Go and try that out. See if that food was as satisfying as you thought it was. And if you don't, and if you don't know, that is also okay. Go and explore some things and... You won't be able to think yourself to the answer. Go try the foods. And then finally, you might also try including food or food groups that you've avoided in the past. What feels a safe way to introduce these back to you? So I also wanted to kind of give you a few questions to help guide you through this as well. So whether you are in a position right now that you can do this with me, then that's great. Um, And if not, come back, make a note of this exercise that you can come back, listen to it later and do it when you have some food and you can sit down and do this exercise. Um, So what I want you to do is to show up with curious compassion and just see how this one experiment goes. Now, the questions that there's just four questions, but your goal in this exercise as you eat this food is to collect information. So it doesn't matter what food you choose, um, It doesn't matter if it's a challenging food or whether it's just a food that perhaps you've had some rules and restrictions around. Do not judge yourself. Just let yourself experience the answers to these questions and see what comes up. Okay, so question number one. When you do this exercise and when you eat this food, your first question is, how does the food feel in your body? Now, you might notice that whilst you're 
eating it? And you might have a different answer to that question after you've eaten it. And I don't mean necessarily listening to any voices in your head in that. I mean, how does it feel in your body? What physical sensations are there coming from that food? What emotional sensations or satisfaction is coming? Second question is, do you enjoy it? Did you enjoy eating that food? The third one is what happened after your eating experience? No judgments, just what happened. And then finally, how do you feel? Positive, negative, or neutral? Okay, so there's four questions again to sit down with a piece of food and explore this. How does the food feel in your body? Do you enjoy it? What happened after your eating experience? And how do you feel? Positive, negative, or neutral? Now, to kind of wrap this up, I do just want to say that as someone starts to practice and explore unconditional permission to eat, it's not uncommon for there to be some fear. And that fear can, you can have that fear obviously when you start, when you start to explore, you're kind of a bit perhaps afraid of when you lift these rules and restrictions, what what life is going to be like and what food is going to be like. But actually it can come in in a bit of a whammy for some people. Um, the fear creeps back after giving yourself this unconditional permission. And then it's sometimes, some people would therefore want to go back into a diet or restrictive behaviours. But if that is you, if you experience this, if you know someone else that experienced this, remember in reality, that reaction of fear after giving yourself unconditional permission is a panic reaction. And it's a fear that then keeps us in the same old cycle of like diet, start, stop, binge, overeat, shame, restrict, binge, overeat, shame, restrict, binge, overeat, etc, etc. So if you feel, if you've got a particular food that there's been rules and restrictions around in the past, if you feel fear or panic like this when you start to give yourself unconditional permission to eat, biggest thing that you can do is to give yourself a break. Take a breath and ask yourself, as I grow in learning to work with my body and in trusting my body, what do I need right now for me to move through this next moment in the healing process? Because sometimes, or rather lots of times, all you need to do is make it through the moment. And that is something that you can do. So I hope that was helpful. I hope that has given you some courage to perhaps start to explore some foods that you've got some labels or some judgment around. Like, are you aware of any conditions, foods, food groups, etc. around when, what, how you can or can't eat? Maybe let's start there. So I'd love to uh, for you to kind of feed back to me. What was helpful in this episode? What are you trying? What are you changing? I'd love this to be a conversation. You can send me a message on social media. I'm at The Plan by Caroline. And until next week, lovely people, thank you so much for joining me today. 
It makes me do a little happy dance to have had you join me in this episode. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe, rate it five stars and leave a written review. I so appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe to my mailing list also at www.theplancoaching.com so we can keep in touch. I love doing this with you and sharing the struggles, laughs and wins along the way. So I thank you for being here. And until next time, remember, life's better with a plan.